Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Tell Me Your Tales podcast. Thanks for joining me for another week. Uh, something completely different this week. It's uh, probably more of a kind of like podcast blog. I um, had media accreditation to Melbourne Marathon on the weekend and um, I thought it'd be a good idea just to document my couple of days. So I got a bit of, bit of audio in the car on the drive down, just telling you what this whole podcast is about. A bit of audio on the way home, kind of reflecting on my time in Melbourne and a bit of audio with uh, a few different people. I got some audio of Jess Trengrove, um, Liam Adams, both second and third in the half marathon, uh, Kane Corns who ran 2.35, and a couple of guys I coach who ran 2.48 and 2.51, Chris and Crammers, some big PBs from those guys. And um, yeah, I thought it'd just be, ah, and my mate Ben, Benny Walker, he, uh, he ran his first half marathon, so a bit of audio in there as well. And I, I ran with him and pulled out my phone and recorded a bit of audio at one stage there as well so i hope you enjoy it it's uh it's not like an official melbourne marathon me doing a coverage of the whole melbourne marathon so i wasn't like um chasing everybody to kind of put the complete package together but i just thought there was a bit of an opportunity there to uh, interview some people um document what the race looked like for people with different abilities and yeah put it all together in a bit of a show it's raw uh it's unscripted it was just like off my phone and stuff so please don't judge me too harshly i bet i really think that you'll get something out of that rawness and that um yeah some kind of value in that anyway guys enjoy this one cheers Hey there, welcome to Tell Me A Tales podcast. Uh, a bit different this week. Well, it might be. If this goes to air, it's gonna be different. I'm not 100% sure if it will as yet, but just when I was uh, running this morning at Park Run, more on that a bit later, I maybe come up with the idea that possibly this week I could do a podcast all around the Melbourne Marathon. I've got some media accreditation for the day, so, um, yeah, I haven't got a microphone, I've just got my phone and I'm kind of going down for the day and I'm going to jog the half marathon with my friend Benny, um, who's been on the podcast a couple of times, Benny Walker, and 
hopefully I can just whip my phone out at the end of the race there and get some audio with some with some different people we'll see haven't really got much of a plan but I thought possibly this week's show could be a combination of a couple of different interviews a bit of audio kind of along the way along the journey kind of uh, I guess kind of doing a bit of an audio blog of my weekend and uh, my experiences at Melbourne Marathon and a few people's experiences as well so we'll see how that goes it's uh two o'clock on saturday and i'm driving from echuca to bacchus marsh i think i was the only person actually leaving echuca it seems like the town was buzzing today it's pretty similar this time of the year every year uh, there's a lot of netball trips and footy trips and bucks parties and hens do's so um yeah, just driving out of town, there was plenty of people outside enjoying, enjoying the sunshine at the pubs and stuff. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was good to see the town kind of buzzing like that. And, yeah, I'm pretty sure our population kind of uh, goes up a bit this time of the year each weekend when a lot of people come to town to get pretty pretty festive and enjoy the, the town for what it is. But, um, yeah, heading to Backers Marsh at the moment because uh, Benny, who I spoke about just before, he's got a gig on here this afternoon. So I was hoping to kind of catch him. Haven't seen him play live for a couple of couple of months. The last time I saw him live was on a paddle steamer, actually a houseboat, big houseboat on the Murray River in Echuca. So looking forward to seeing him play. Um, big weekend, weekend for him. I think he's got three gigs and his debut half marathon. So... Uh, yeah, he'll be sleeping well Friday night, I reckon. But um, yeah, so driving here now, gonna watch that. Gonna try and sell some merch for him, put, put myself on the merch table and uh, see how many t-shirts and CDs I can sell. That'll be a new experience. But yeah, really looking forward to the weekend and catching up with a few people. Julian's gonna be uh, at the 10K mark, I read somewhere, cheering on a few of his athletes. So hopefully I can um, see Julian at the 10k I don't think he knows that I'm jogging along yet with Benny so uh, I might kind of wait that wait for a bit of a surprise there I'm sure he'll have some smart aleck responses for me at the 10k mark when uh when he spots me hopefully which should be good a couple of the athletes I'm coaching are running so uh looking forward to them having really big runs and hopefully yeah we'll be on the MCG about 20 minutes before they finish so it's going to be a really cool just going to the start line and not being on the elite line and kind of seeing it from a different kind of perspective and um, we start an hour after the marathon and we'll probably run about in between 90 and 100 minutes so the lead male uh, marathoner should have you know be 20 minutes in front of us the lead female should be pretty close to finishing when we are and then um, yeah a couple athletes I coach should come in under about two hours and 50 minutes so it's going to be good to share the mcg with so many people tomorrow and yeah really enjoying that my running's been a bit uh been a bit hit and miss the last couple of weeks i i didn't do much the week after berlin had kind of a week of no running at all and then started going for some 30 minute runs and the quads and hammies gradually came came good but yeah still a bit of fatigue in the legs this will be my biggest run tomorrow, 21k. So even though it's at a at a pretty easy pace for me, kind of 4:30 pace, it, it, I think it still might be a bit challenging being on my feet for for 90 minutes. Um, had to go up park run this morning, kind of the first session back, and just 
ran with the watch and the heart rate on, but didn't really try to spend too much time. Actually, I didn't look at it at all. Just wanted to kind of go and feel and feel like I was kind of going hard, but not not really dipping in and pushing myself to the absolute limit, which I think can be a massive mistake that people make after running marathons. So I think I ran 16.24, which, yeah, wasn't anything special, but um, heart rate data wasn't real good. I think I averaged 170, whereas I could kind of go that pace before Berlin and it would be 155. So, um, yeah, definitely have lost quite a bit of fitness in the last three weeks, but I'll just be patient and hopefully it can come back slowly and, yeah, no races for me until probably about December so I've got you know six weeks to really get myself in a good nick and then hopefully mid to end of December I can run a good 10k on the track down in Geelong so no reason to panic and just progress every week and just keep paying attention to the body and go from there anyway this is I think the first kind of installment hopefully this is the first thing you hear in the podcast and um, where it takes me the next day and a half I'm not sure but um, yeah, really looking forward to the opportunity to chat to not just the elite guys. I really want to just pull some people aside or try and break three hours or try and run PBs or you know even pull the phone out when we're running and kind of you know get a bit of audio with Benny trying to run his first half marathon and the people who are running around us. And yeah, I'll just see what I can do. I'll see where this accreditation gets me and um, we'll just go from there. Thanks, guys. Enjoy whatever this podcast if anything is going to be um yeah something different let me know your feedback if you think this is something that you enjoyed and something that uh i could possibly do in the future i you know the way the podcast is growing and the way gold coast marathon and launceston 10k and now melbourne marathon have been really uh understanding and really receptive of giving podcasts uh, the kind of top tier kind of media accreditation I think it's definitely something we could do going forward and get to more races throughout the year and yeah if you enjoyed it let me know Sunday morning, race day. It's about two minutes to seven. I'm standing at about the 1k mark of the marathon, which is about to start. Really looking forward to seeing a couple of guys. I coach Chris and Crammers. They don't know I'm going to be here, so it should be um, should be pretty exciting to, to see them. Hopefully, I might jump in and run a k with them. They'll be running about four minute k's, so not sure if my uh, my legs can do a four minute k straight out of bed. But we'll see what happens. Absolutely amazing weather here this morning. Um, you know, cool, probably about 10, 12 degrees, humidity's good, absolutely no wind, trees aren't moving at all, um, chopper's flying overhead, there's heaps of kind of tents and stuff set up, and uh, yeah, I'm kind of super jealous that I'm, I'm not in shape to be able to 
race something myself because it is, um, yeah, mint conditions. You can hear that chopper overhead now. I reckon they would have uh, probably started now down at Batman Avenue and they'll be on their way here any second now. So, uh, yeah, so, 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 so good weather. It's, uh, it's going to be a good day. Here. We need Sandy's secret spot. Right, hey Benny Walker, called to eight. <laughs> 15 minutes off the debut half marathon. How are you feeling? Feeling good, actually. It's um, never been a part of a big run. So, oh, sorry guys. And then uh, <laughs> just carrying at somebody. Um, yeah, it's a buzz. I think for me, because it's uh, a bit more of a pastime, there's something that you guys do all that. It's um, looking for the experience. I know I'm starting to feel the competitive uh, beast rise up in me that has in the past. So just trying to go against my my clock today. And uh, yeah, I'll be happy if I come in under 135. I know you want me to get under 130, but I think I know my body a bit better. But look, anything under 135, I'll be happy with. It's, um, what about the whole first impressions of the big event kind of thing? Yeah, it's awesome. Like you were saying before, it's like a tribe. You know, you run on your own so much and you think it's just you and then you walk, as soon as we walked out the door of the apartment this morning, there's um, two blokes running past, say, g'day, and you're like, all right, there's a, there's a heap of us out there and I'm, we're not the only dickheads um, that, you know, spend hours a week on the, on the road and busting our guts trying to shave a few seconds off or minutes off or increase our distance and uh, yeah it's nice it is good I think that's going to be one of the things that's going to be really enjoyable about today is being amongst a few like-minded people yeah and what are you looking forward to the most um like every run I think that sense of achievement at the end the run is high run across the line with you um yeah and just loading up the Strava and having the loading up the Strava and having the bragging <laughs> rise of doing a half marathon yeah, it's good. Okay, so final predictions before the race. Pick us a time. What are you going to finish in? Um, like I said, mate, I'm happy to go in under 135. I think that'll be first one ever. I never sort of really put in a um, a hard effort for for that sort of distance. All my long runs have been had patches of of, uh, of solid stuff, but yeah, under 135. Beautiful, mate. All right, let's do it. Have some fun. What are they counting down? I think they're opening a wave. Alright, 10k in half marathon. Gone through in 45.12. Super even. Just banging out. Uh, I think the fastest case has been 428, so I was kind of 438. Just locked it in. Beautiful day. Could not get any better weather than this. Absolutely spot on. People everywhere. We're, um, we're about 100 metres back from the 135 paces. 
and we're kind of running at you know, 134, maybe mid 45, kind of predicted pace. So, yeah, those guys are definitely not doing as good a job as Brad and I did up at the Gold Coast, that's for sure. But, um, in a good spot, Benny's still giggling, he's still laughing, he's still uh, coherent, which is good, he's not mumbling or anything. So, we're looking good for a big PBE, big second half. It's funny, I've been uh, kind of trying to track the marathon boys as we're going, and they're looking good. Hopefully you're going to see them on Fitzroy Street in a second. It's funny running back here, just watching other people race, though. So many people kind of put in random surges and waste energy in kind of silly times. Um, whereas I like to think we're doing it a smart way, and we're going to run through all these fellas in the uh, second half. So, yeah, watch this space. So many people need to go to the toilet as well. Can't get over how many people by ducked off to a tree to just take a leak. That's interesting. I haven't, you kind of don't experience that at the top end because uh, so busy racing. But anyway, we might uh, get back and get back to running. Here I am with Chris Armstrong at the finish line, just finished in a 2.48.54, about a three minute personal best here at Melbourne Marathon, so uh, avid listener of the podcast, also I got a guy to help out this program and yeah, over the moon and well done Chris. Cheers Brady, it's, um, it's a bit surreal actually, you, you, know, you spend all those months and slave away and put all the K's in the legs and you're not sure if it's ever going to happen and then you, know, you come out on the day and you know, just really... I don't know, I'm just bloody excited. It's uh, got that after marathon PB buzz. <laughs> I'm standing here so jealous because everyone looks so good and sounds so good, and it's hard to believe everyone's ran a marathon here. I'm, uh, yeah, as I said, jealous. But what about weather out there? It looked perfect. Oh. I saw you guys 2K in and it was still nice and cold, and like humidity's good, no wind. Mate, I think the, the marathon gods, I don't know who's um, in touch with them, but they've come out and it was just perfect. I mean, seven degrees when we kicked off, and I don't think it got any more than 12 or 13. Not a single breath of wind. Like, if you're going to sit down and ask Santa for something at Christmas, it'll be these weather conditions. Like, it just doesn't get any better. And talk about the race. We talked like pre-race about the plan. How did the whole implementation of the race go, though? Yeah, it was good. Like, it's probably when I first looked at, it, I thought, oh, maybe that's a touch conservative. But um, after watching Berlin, and there's quite a few people that I followed on it. And, sort of the ones that sort of finished off the the strongest were the ones that were pretty conservative so it was really the ideal plan for me and there's nothing I love more than coming back through the field over that last sort of 20 or 30 minutes so mentally geez it helps like even if you're not really going any faster when you're running past people you you just feel pretty good about life so you know that the plan was what really set it up so I think if I I was left to my own devices I think that last six or seven probably would have got pretty miserable but um Nah, look, a negative split, and uh, got some pretty good guidance, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. You beat your negative split by about 35, 40 seconds? Yeah, in the end, yeah. It was sort of looking at the watch, and the distance was a little bit further than what the flags were on course, but you always know that with a Garmin, it's going to measure a little bit long, so just tried to relax and run to effort and, and know that, you know, I just believed in myself that that last 20 minutes I was going to be able to take it up a gear and just really drive it home and 
try and hang tough and you know, sort of got a lot of people that have shown a lot of faith in me and just really wanted to show them what I could do and show them, you know, there was something there, something a bit special in the legs at the end. So, yeah, once it's on Strava, it'll be official. I'm not sure if anyone knows about it yet, but um, we'll check it out on Strava and hopefully it's, um, it's a PB and it's not all a dream. I know, there's people even in Chugamoama who are tracking you, mate, so it's definitely official. There's people that know the results even before Strava does. Oh, mate, well, I'll tell you what, I... Once, I, once we get down to Ligon Street, pump a few carbs and a bit of ice cream in, hopefully it starts to sink in a little bit. But um, no, it's still still all a bit surreal. At the it's been quite a few years since the marathon PB. Like it's, you've been thinking about yeah. that time for a long time? Yeah, 2012, um, five years. And to be honest, we, we go back three years ago and, you know, I was all of 31 years of age and the body was starting to get a few muscle strains and a few aches and pains and thought at 31 I was about cooked but um, really all that was was a motivation and a bit of a lifestyle thing and um, decided to get me bum into gear and get some advice and really put my head down and find out how, you know, how well we can do this thing so you know it's the last 18 months has um, really shown that it doesn't matter what you want to achieve in life whether it's running, work related, social you know if you're prepared to put in the time and the effort you can just exceed you know really what the things that you want to achieve so you know, I suppose really today it's another step in the journey. It'll be something, you know, another moment in time we look back on fondly and hopefully it's just another stepping stone. We come back in 12 months, 24 months and we, we can just keep taking steps forward. It's important to stop and reflect though. Like you, you're a big, a big uh, fan of the sport. You live and breathe the running and you, you know, it's good to step back and just think, geez, I'm standing on the MCG here. I've just yeah. ran a, a three minute personal best. Like these are our Christmases in a way. Oh, absolutely. Like, Christmas might be on the 25th of December, but come that third week of October, that, that's where I, I ask Santa for my presents. So, you know, the, the marathon's been one of those ones where it's sort of been unfinished business for a while. Like, um, I've never felt I've really achieved the ability what I've had, and other times and other events suggested I can still go a bit better, but, um, you know, really just wanted to prove a few people wrong that I couldn't sort of run that distance and, and run it properly so you know hopefully um and even just prove prove to myself so um, you know it's just super proud of today and um you know I just want to soak it in probably check the photos out in a couple of days time no doubt I'll order those and um yeah I've got a mate who um did a bit of coaching with myself and he got some video of me so um I'll word him up and see if I can get that as well and we'll dine out on those memories for a month till the soreness dies down and we um yeah start to and then we re-gear and go for the next thing mate yeah well, we've probably got to sit down and figure out what that is but no today mate it's just enjoy that pb feeling and um sort of reflect and um yeah celebrate the good times because geez you put in a lot of work to enjoy a moment like this so um you know we'll, we'll enjoy it for what it is and um try not to get too carried away but you know for relative to me that's the best I could physically do today I mean there's bloody hundreds of thousands of people out there that are faster than me but you know realistically I gave my best today and I'm just bloody proud of it. Good work mate stoked for you well done enjoy the PB enjoy the recovery. Cheers Brady appreciate it mate.
Rightio, got me mate Crammers here. Just uh, just finished the marathon. He's gone from a 2.59 PB last year at the Gold Coast to a 2.51 here at Melbourne Marathon. Congratulations, Crammers. Thanks, mate. Very happy with that. Very happy. Tell us how the race pan out. Yeah, it sort of all went to plan. I wanted to go four-minute Ks for as long as possible and got to about 25 and started to feel it, but pushed through until we got up to the shrine and then slowed down a bit going up the shrine. And then that last sort of 5K, I was sort of able to hang on to those four minutes and, yeah, stoked to get 2.51. No wall again. I taught, I coached you your first marathon and you had the most positive experience in a marathon going around and another one today. Yeah, well, going up the shrine, I thought this was it and I was going to die off, but I found something in that last sort of 4 or 5K. I think the crowd sort of helped and a few people around pushes you along. Wasn't all smooth preparation though, Achilles, shockwave therapy the last, what, six Mondays? Yeah, the last sort of five, six weeks haven't been what I wanted and had the shockwave therapy on the Achilles and that, so I wasn't banking on a great time, but um, yeah, pulled it together on the day, so very happy. Hey, there might be something in that. What's next? Got another race pinned out? Uh, for now, I think this will be it. Uh, might be a bit busy next year with the little one along the way, so... Number two, so I reckon that'll keep me on my toes, so I might retire from the marathons for a little bit. You told me not to tell anyone about that, and you're just giving me audio to put on a podcast that goes out to about 2,000 people. Is it, is it official? Well, make sure until you put it out after Tuesday at 10 o'clock, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. Well, um, we'll do that. Hey, that's a, that's a big Boston qualifier. You can go to any race in Australia now, mate. You can, you can win marathons with a 250. Not a chance, but I might be able to tag along you for a Bucks trip one day. I said that, Bucks party one day. We'll go run Boston Marathon and Coachella the music festivals on the week after. Well done, Kramer's huge run. Thanks, mate. Good on you. Right here with Jess Trengrove at the end of a Melbourne Half Marathon. Well done, second place. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really happy. Amazing day for amazing. it. How good was the weather? It was amazing. Out there. Yeah, you couldn't have ordered better weather. Yeah. Um, so happy for the organisers because they've absolutely nailed it today. <laughs> Talk us through the race. Yeah, look, it went out pretty hard from the word go. Elsie was just reading her splits out then, and um, yeah, it was about a just under 33 minutes for the first 10k. So I certainly was like near that red line early on and um, just had to try and stay strong in the second half. Um, there was great support out on course and it was all pretty familiar from my uh, Melbourne 2015 yeah, two, marathon experience. Two, so, three years ago today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two years ago. Two years so ago. I was uh, reminiscing a little bit and it was actually funny just out around Albert Park at 8k suddenly there were just gel wrappers everywhere and I was like alright so that's where the marathon has had their gels today. <laughs> So were you not looking at watch splits and just going with the pace, or how were you um, going No, early? I didn't look at my splits at all. I just wanted to run to feel today. I um, The goal of this race was just to have a really hard hit out. I mean, um, what was it now? The 6th of August was the world champ, so I had some time to recover from that, get back into training, and I realised it's going to be 
you know, a pretty full-on four months next year leading into the Commonwealth Games. So this was a really nice opportunity to, yeah, get a hard run on the board and see where my fitness is before we really start to crank the kilometres. Your backing up ability is amazing. Like the turnaround from London to World Champs in London and now to rock up again today. What do you put that down to? Uh, Smart coaching, really. Adam Diddick, um, he's, I'd say he's a very experienced coach now. He's been in the game since about 2008. So certainly we've gone through that process together. But his willingness to learn and ask others is just, it's phenomenal and a credit to him. So I think everything is very carefully planned and that's why his athletes, you know, are able to target their races accordingly and not just jump in any old race for the sake of it. Every every run has a purpose. Yep. And today's, um, how far off the wind were you? I haven't seen official results yet. Uh, look, I'm not sure of the time either, but I imagine Magda got the record because... Well, she wouldn't have been far off. As I entered the stadium, she was finishing. So. Good work. Um, what's next, Zatapec? Yeah, yeah, that'll come around quickly. Yeah, well, now, yeah, yeah 10K. So I think, yeah, I'll uh, have another week of sort of just relaxing and then um, start to hit the track. So it's always uh, exciting but a bit nerve-wracking when the track work starts because, for me, that's that real... Yeah. It's a whole different game, isn't it? It is, it, like, it, yeah. is. it burns, but it's it's fun. And uh, talking exciting and fun, like females marathon running, like there's just so much depth and it's yeah. so, you know, so hard to kind of um, get a spot in that green and gold single at the moment. It must make you pretty excited and motivated to get out there and train. Yeah. The bar just keeps getting raised. It's un- unbelievable. Like when Lisa ran that 25-15 earlier this year in London, it was just... That was a really exciting moment for me and just there's this sense of belief amongst the Australian girls. There's no limit right now. Everyone's just going for it. And you're right, to earn a green and gold singlet is an absolute achievement. And, um, you know, we've got an incredible female and male marathon history in Australia. And, you know, I hope we're doing, you know, the marathoners of the past sort of proud and I hope it you know builds some excitement ahead of a home Commonwealth Games because certainly you know Deke's history and that you know the Brizzy Com Games and you know Karen in the Melbourne Commonwealth Games um, we've had a lot of success in the past so it's nice to see this you know generation of runners stepping up to the challenge. Yeah and for you I guess you know a medal Last time around, four years ago at Com Games, so there's a pressure kind of, you can only go forward from there. You're feeling the pressure or? Um, I see it as more just a, a good challenge. Like every race is a different race and I was fortunate that, you know, Glasgow had ended up working out really well for me and I got that bronze medal, but this will be a totally different ball game next year. I mean, the Aussies alone are going to be super competitive and then, you know, we can take on the rest of the world on home soil and um, I'm just really hoping I'll get that preparation that we aim for and once that gets done you can line up just you know feeling nothing but excitement because that home crowd will be phenomenal. (laughs) Thanks Jess, well done again today, enjoy the recovery and keep chipping away. (laughs) No worries, thank you. Thanks Jess.
Right, I'm here with Kane Corns. It's not a debut marathon, but a bloody quick one. How'd it go today, mate? Yeah, look, it was an amazing day for it. Like, the weather was just perfect, so I uh, couldn't have asked for better conditions and loved the course. It was uh, fast and, um, yeah, challenging, but, uh, look, I'm really happy with how it went. Would have loved to have just gone under... 235, but uh, came home at 235 12. So 235 12. Couldn't find an extra bit of a spring in your step that last 300. You played a few footy games here, so a bit of a different uh, environment this time around. Yeah, I guess just a little bit of an experience. I guess like I, I crossed the line feeling reasonably good. I thought I was a bit cooked with about 2k to go, but um, yeah, I guess um, it's the first one I've done properly. So um, good experience, and I'll be better for the next run next time. How good's Adam Diddick as a coach? Just talking to Jess, she's just implemented this, bangs out marathons all the time, feeling good. You're looking like you haven't even run a marathon. You should have seen me after Berlin. Like, we're all in all sorts, and you're, you're here chirpy as. No, he's been amazing, like, an amazing mentor for me, and, and Jess as well. Like, I couldn't believe they even, like, let me run with them, let alone embrace me into the group like, like they have. So every time I get to run with, with Jess, I'm a bit starstruck, and, and Adam, like, sent me a really nice email last night uh, before the run and gave me some good instructions so um, yeah he told me to stick to 340 pace which I tried to do and um, yeah it sort of worked so no he's been a great mentor for me yeah what's next for you you're like you definitely got the bark haven't you like and 235 like you're not yeah. mucking around like you could win major <laughs> marathons around Australia with a 235 <laughs> um, 230 will be the next goal yeah no I've definitely got the bug so it's not it's not going anywhere. I'd love to go to, uh, look, I don't know. Uh, footy season's really difficult to get a marathon in for me, so Gold Coast and Boston make it hard. But um, maybe one in Japan, like I've heard they're really good. So I think there's one in March. I don't know if I'll be ready for, for one then. But, yeah, look, I'll definitely do one next year, maybe this one again, and, and see how we go. Yeah. Um, get a recovery now, or you got an event picked out for later in the year? Yeah, look, I'll have a couple of days off and then start... days. <laughs> start jogging again maybe um, halfway through the week and go easy for a few weeks but Jess is gearing up for um, uh, her run uh, when's that? The, Saturday, 10k yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, the next, her next yeah. marathon Com Games in March yeah. Com Games so hopefully I'll just get in shape to be able to um, train with her a little bit and see what happens yeah it's cool mate good thanks for your time I know there's heaps of listeners who have been nah. hitting you up on Strava and it's things like that yeah, they'd like, be really to, pleased to hear like, how you run like, yeah like everyone that um, such a good community like I love Strava and just seeing what everyone else is up to and everyone giving encouragement. So it's a great group and thanks to everyone that's um, said good day and um, come up and say hello and we'll talk running. Cool right. work mate, enjoy. Thanks, thanks mate, cheers, good on you. Righty, here with Liam Adams, just finished third place, 65 minute half marathon, 21 days after running 212 at the Berlin Marathon. How was it, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, it's probably a little bit quicker than I wanted to, but not too bad, yeah. When did the decision to run come? Like, we spoke on the podcast last, last Saturday and there was no indication that you were running a half marathon this weekend. No, it was probably about two days later or so. Yeah. yeah, on Monday I did a couple of uh, strides. Oh, Tuesday actually it was. Uh, did a couple of um, 1K strides and uh, was pulling 250 per K and thought, oh, let, let's 
give the half marathon and crack and see see how the legs are pulled up. But uh, before that, the uh, glutes are a bit tight and that. But yeah, a couple of the muscles are a bit tight. It's a good sign though, isn't it? Like to be able to back up that strong, like you're obviously injury free. Like talking long, well not long term now. Like Gold Coast Com Games, like it shows you're in a good good spot to kick the training back in and work hard towards that. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Today shows that I'm in all right shape and that I haven't lost too much. Um, yeah, and I kind of thought jump in the deep end a bit and uh, try and kickstart some prep for Zatopec or potentially if I need to um, tag someone on the last day of the marathon <laughs> qualifying period, then uh, today puts me in good stead for that. Yeah, and how'd the race pan out? So 65-minute half, it's, uh, it's quicker than they've gone here like the last couple of years, but only third spot today. But, yeah, tell us about the race. Well, uh, yeah, I've gone off the uh, previous results and mm. thought, oh, if I run 66, I think I could... Uh, could, could win six could, grand. <laughs> <laughs> I could be right up there, and uh, I thought maybe Brett wouldn't wouldn't want to run it too quick today, and uh, try and have a bit of a sprint finish with him. But uh, he didn't. He wasn't going to leave it to that, and he was way too strong. He uh, made the move at about 13k, and uh, just way too strong, just blew us away. And I, I knew I uh, didn't have the speed to go with him and uh, let him go. And, yeah, uh, right. Just, just and went to my own pace. You and, and a Japanese bloke after yeah. that? Yeah, we uh, ran together for a bit and uh, yeah, he, he ran away from me towards the end and uh, still managed a 65.05. So I was thinking about a 66 would be pretty good today. So good signs. It's um, a beautiful day as well. How good are the conditions out there? Oh, mate, compared to last year, I felt sorry for everyone uh, who was running the marathon last year in that wind but uh today it was perfect in regards to the wind but i think that sun's going to yeah, take it it's going hot. to be hot for the guys which are running a bit over three hours and that so hopefully they kept hydrated and that and uh they uh ran strong towards Beautiful, the end man. thanks for that heaps of listeners have got in contact with me and enjoyed your podcast last week so you got plenty of people on the bandwagon now and all the best for the preparation going forward ah cheers mate thanks well done again cheers yeah thanks yeah. mate legend Race back with uh, back finished being the MCG got a bit of audio from everyone and uh, kind of everything settled down now it's a bit it's a bit of a surreal feeling but post race with Benny Walker how'd it go Benny? Uh, yeah it went went to to plan slightly better than to plan and felt really good I was sort of when I had the pace laid out at the like four thirty five pace I thought um, it'd be solid enough. And then I just see where I could go from there. But we ended up sitting on pretty much 4:30 for the whole, probably the first what 16k. Yeah, well, 4:31 through 10k. Yeah. So um, and then we only got quicker, I think. Yeah, just kept um, kept ticking away, and then um, you know, the I was feeling really good. I actually turned around, and gave you a little high five at about 15k in, feeling pretty good. Probably got a little bit ahead of myself because then at the 20k mark, I thought about it again. I'm like, fuck, I was probably jumping the gun, but. <laughs> You know, I knew I was still on track to get under my goal. Um, sorry. And, um, yeah, coming into the G, like, just destroyed after coming up that hill. 
and then whipping around. But obviously, then the finish line's in sight, so your mind just goes, well, you're not going to die, mate, so you can go. And then he got in the ear a bit about um, coming in under one, or oh, well, end up being 134. You were thinking it was 132, which I, in my mind, I thought it was a bit of a... I knew we had the numbers a bit mixed up, but I knew it was going to be sort of under the 134 by the looks of my watch. And, um, yeah, it's kind of dropped the hammer for the last couple hundred and just went as hard as I could and just to try and t- knock any extra seconds off. And, yeah, it felt really, really good. 133.53 finish. So stoked with that and just something to work off for the next one. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like for a bloke who, I think it was about seven weeks ago, we went for a long run out Barmer, and you're like, maybe I could do a half marathon at five-minute K pace. And yeah, you haven't really done a lot of training since then, but what you've done, you've just gradually picked it up and picked it up and been like lucky not to get any injuries, a couple of blisters here and there. But um, yeah, to run kind of 21K at 4.26 pace today when, you know, probably eight weeks ago, you couldn't break 20 minutes for 5K. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like I was telling you last time I was on the podcast, my initial goal was to break, do a sub 25k, and um, then I, all right, now it's on the 10k training, and then I did that long run with you with a massive hangover, mm-hmm. and um, thought, well, if I'm going to run 19k pretty comfortably under five minute pace with a massive hangover, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to finish a half marathon comfortably and then from there went from wanting to finish one to wanting to do it at this, under 145 and then I reevaluated. I went, oh maybe under 140 and then yeah as the training rolled on I was I was noticing how much I was getting a bit fitter and a, bit, a little bit faster and re, re, reset it at 135 I think you were getting a bit excited trying to egg me on for the 130 but I feel like 130 I think, smart. Well, I think it was smart that we kind of sat back and then like, we probably ran the last 7k at 130 pace but um, I think if we were off the off the line at 1.30 pace, it could have been a, a really negative experience of people going past us everywhere, whereas we were we would have passed 300 people in the last uh, 7K today. Yeah, and, it, you know, and, um, you know, it's funny. It was good running with you. Like, you obviously did it super easy, stopping and chatting to your mates and then catching up to me again. But um, I sort of knew my own head will... I know how I feel pretty well. I'm pretty probably in tune with like knowing what I've got in the tank and all that, and um, and then like the race day atmosphere like gave me an extra five seconds per k easy. I reckon like that felt that that pace felt like probably four forty would feel to be honest. Um, so it'd be interesting to see where I can go from here. Um, yeah, considering it's, I'm a bit of a weekend warrior, it's um, uh, I'm pretty excited about hopefully you know over the next 12 months getting that number down and down what were your impressions of like a major you know probably outside gold coast and sydney melbourne's one of the major marathons in australia like that atmosphere of um the crowds and the the depth of people because just like for me that was an eye-opener so many people in the same spot running the same pace yeah um i think that's how i had it pictured early on in the race that massive pack of people just trying not to step on each other's heels and everyone was pretty good like you didn't see too much aggro in this or maybe once or twice you know someone had you know sort of pushed through a little bit and I'm like mate it, at this pace is it worth you know giving people the shits and um that sort of thing but everyone was really respectful and then like obviously it starts to thin out as the road opens up and as the race goes on it really starts to put people sort people out into their place pretty well and I felt like um, probably even sort of 5 or 6k and it started to sort of 
Did we I? can't open up, and you and I are able to run, you know, fine lines, and um, you know, if you know, at, at tighter turns and stuff, there wasn't much traffic or anything. And then coming home, yeah, it was awesome. Like just like you said, I'd sort of had the pace where people had probably gone out a bit harder than they were capable of, and I just would just tick past them as we went along and on the stretch home, and yeah, and. Um, like I said, probably got a little bit ahead of myself, 15 came, but it still felt really good. And then uh, had the, a bit of a heartbreak hill towards the end, and then <laughs> swung home and just yeah, just as you do when you when you know you're um, not that far from the finish line, your mind takes the protective mode off and lets you open up a little bit more again. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. What's next now? Uh, um, well. I got a mate running uh, the Portland, is at the Three Bays um, half down there, and I'm actually playing a show in Port Ferry the night before, so I might just get up and do that as my Sunday long run, not not go out and try and go crazy, um, just sit at a comfortable pace, and uh, yeah, just try and get a few under my belt, I think, over the next six months, um, just pick ones that, are, that look like they'd be nice to go to, ones that might work in with my touring schedule. And um, uh, wouldn't would like to do the Melbourne full marathon next year. Yeah, it was a good event. Like, yeah, yeah. only positive from it here, and uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that no, was good times, and um, yeah, thanks for your uh, oh, mate, wisdom just... throughout the whole process over yeah. the last six weeks, getting me. Oh, but it was even just fun, just trying to. Um... Because I know I've run Melbourne full before, and especially when we're dropping down from the art centre, like I could remember how much that kind of stuffs your legs. And I just remember saying to you, I was like, just watch your legs going down this little dip because we've been kind of running on flat ground for, um, you know, 15k. And it's just good having that kind of knowledge and the yeah. amount of people that were just going a bit too hard. And you kind of listen to their breathing, and you're like, yeah. we don't want to be those guys. Yeah, and that was it. Like I was really surprised that people like who probably just a little bit over ambitious I know it's always going to happen but people that like were seriously like breathing hard like, there's a couple of people I was actually really worried about like yeah. kind of slightly older and slightly overweight guys just yeah. like blowing a gale in my ear as I'm running along and and but it was the most like obviously I had it I had you there and that was probably a huge advantage for me just to go just to stay comfortable, like you were kind of my almost like my watch as well, because mm. as I was going along, I've had mine set to the K, and obviously gets out of sync as you go along, so that was threw me out a bit. And um, yeah, it was good to have you there, just um, kind of just keeping it all real composed. And I felt pretty composed. I think yeah. I, I you just, were calm, and yeah, yeah, I just yeah, I was just dead. like you know, I knew I wasn't going to go out there and fucking you know set the world on fire, but for mm. me, it was a huge achievement. And that's the like like I said before the race. I, I, that's how I feel. Just a massive sense of achievement. You get that massive. I'm still buzzing now, and yeah, yeah can't wait for the next one. Yeah, it's a great feeling. Good work, mate. Onwards and upwards from here. Yeah, let's see how we go. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck at the gig tonight. How's that going to go? Uh, yeah, just hopefully. Going, <laughs> I've got to play piano during the show. I'm hoping I don't like cramp up and you know have to stop in the middle of a song and stretch out the legs or fall asleep at the piano or something like that. And, no, no, it's all good. Um, I get a buzz from that too, like before I go on, so that'll get me through the show, no worries. There'll be no hassles there. For sure, mate. Thank you for your time again and well done. Thanks, buddy. Cheers.
Okay, how was that? Hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, uh, yeah, that was a fun day. I'm just driving home now, about 20 minutes out of Echuca and um, the long trip back to Echuca, two and a half hours, three hours back to Echuca and uh, listen to a bit of that audio coming home. And yeah, geez, I hate the sound of my own voice, but it was good to hear so many happy experiences from Melbourne Marathon today. It would have been fantastic to get a bit uh, a bit more audio, but you know I wasn't there officially, kind of uh, covering the race as a as a whole. It was more kind of just documenting my experiences at the Melbourne Marathon today, and tried to give you, you know, a range of abilities. You know, guys who were kind of breaking, whale breaking, um, three hours, and uh, you know Jess in the half, and Liam in the half marathon, kind of second and third place getters, and um, you know someone like Benny, my mate, who was uh, running his first half marathon, so. Uh, it was really good to to be out there on course and see you running from a whole whole different perspective. Uh, it was great to to run past Julian and Bree a couple of times and see some familiar familiar faces and just to be uh, just walking by and at the finish line there and just having a couple of people come up and introduce themselves and say they listen to the podcast and yeah, it's super rewarding to kind of uh, think about the impact that the podcast and tell me your tales is having on other people and uh yeah it was really really exciting and and really uh i'm really grateful that it's had that impact on on people's life it uh it made me reflect on just how happy places marathons are and running festivals i guess in that in that sense like it was we often get really negative about what things are happening in the world and uh all the bad things that are happening but you know, if you're one of those people who's worried about humanity or worried about how bad our world is, I definitely recommend going along to a running festival or going along to Melbourne Marathon next year and just sitting in the stands and looking at all the smiles on people's faces and um, the sense of camaraderie out on course and uh, just the smiles on people's people's dials and that sense of accomplishment. Like people are working really hard out there for all their personal reasons and I really hope that from uh, the tone, you know, people like Chris and Crammers and, and Jess's kind of voice, or all their voices to be honest, like running does some amazing things to people and uh, to be able to document like on a weekend in a, you know, pretty, pretty sketchy kind of raw, just pulling out my phone here and there kind of way uh, is something that I'm, yeah, really appreciative that people find value in me doing and yeah looking forward to to doing it in the future um just to emphasize that point again you know i just don't want to get any negative feedback saying oh, i didn't speak to the winners or i didn't speak to these people or that people but um yeah i i you know i spoke to the people that were in close reach and um yeah it was i didn't yeah, didn't have the time or the uh resources to be going to find every single winner and uh, speaking to them but I really hope that I gave you a bit of a range of abilities today and a range of stories and it's something you got value out of um, yeah enjoy thank you for listening and I'm going to go out with now a, a live version of the the opening track Ghost by Benny who we've who we've had on the podcast a couple of times and featured today as well and um, this is a live recording of his song as I said in the intro I went along to to his gig and um, yeah he did a really nice introduction into uh, Ghost and uh, kind of talked about why he wrote it and where the inspiration came from and 
and the link it has to the podcast. So uh, enjoy this kind of stripped back version of uh, Benny Walker playing the hit single, number one on iTunes, Blues and Roots. I think it's Blues and Roots. I hope I haven't stuffed that up. Maybe it's definitely Blues. I don't know if it's got the Roots bit as well in the iTunes description. Number one, uh, Chart Topper. So instead of that, we now wrote a song inspired by Donald Trump.
You see me jump up really quick. I'm not going for the Jerry Lewis thing. Um, Jerry Lewis thing. I'm, um, it's my first half marathon evening. And I don't know what's going to happen. Pretty great show. If the piano goes straight that way. And I'm standing here just trying to stretch out my calf muscle or something like that. Anyway, that was a good gag. <laughs> 